0: hello everyone and welcome to episode 48 of sci-fi talk in the fangirl zone a podcast where we discuss all things on sci-fi channel i'm sean S.
1: and i'm steve and tonight we'll be discussing episodes seven and eight of van helsing (laughs)
0: Yeah. (laughs) So this show, I think we've said it before. I was a little leery at the beginning, but it has really amped up a lot. I really like this.
1: Yeah, we're getting some movement now, which is amazing.
0: Yes. And it's just, oh, yeah, great. And yeah, another episode directed by Miss Amanda Tapping
1: and written by the one, the only Simon Barry. So you know that had to be a good episode. Oh, I love it. And
0: it looks like the ratings have stayed pretty steady.
1: Right. Episode 7 only was, had 0.53 million viewers, but episode 8 ticked back up to 0.61. So it's right around 600,000 viewers every week. So
0: I think that's good. If we had 600,000 people listening to this, I would not be mad.
1: No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs>
0: Okay, everyone. So let's jump in. Episode seven for me. Vanessa and Axel lead the others in the hospital's last stand against the siege by Julius and his vampire soldiers. Later, when Dimitri's vampire death squad, that's just kind of crazy saying that, Yeah. <laughs> arrives, it looks like civil war is brewing among the two vampire factions. I mean, if you're a vampire, aren't you already dead? So like the death squad <laughs> seems redundant, but you know, whatever. It's
1: pretty cool. They look like they were probably pretty (laughs) BA to me.
0: Yeah, so we do see Muhammad out and about, and he avoids the death squad. Yeah, but
1: barely. <laughs>
0: right. So that's when we first see them. And they're out in the sunlight, but they're wearing, like, the dark clothes and hoods and everything. Right. But they took out the other little vampire group that was there pretty quick. So if they can tear them apart, I can just see everybody being a little worried about them. Yeah. So, all right. So let's talk for a minute. Where do you want to start? Even though I already jumped in with Muhammad throwing it in there. <laughs> like, well, it kind of started that way. Because we well, don't know what that's happening.
1: fine. Yeah, because we... We actually see one of Brendan's group actually is the one who meets up with Julius's group, and they take her out pretty easily. Well,
0: yeah, that's kind of an
1: understatement Really. She does actually survive for a second long enough to have Mohammed get up there and find out that, yeah, Brendan and his group's basically been torn apart already, so they didn't last a split second out in the wild.
0: Yeah, well, I'm sorry, but you're going to come in and start all that crap with our people, and by our people, obviously, it's the group, main group that we've seen thus far, and then you just expect them to be like, okay, no, it's cool, I understand. No! I'm sorry, you are off and you gotta go. Because you didn't even stop the one girl who was trying to, to like, stab Axel through the cage. Right. So, if you can't control your people, then I'm not even going to try to control mine. Go. Yeah. (laughs) I have no sympathy. I am a horrible... That would be horrible in the, at the end of the world. The ZA happened the vampire rising, whatever. Like, I'm protecting mine. So don't come here. That's
1: all okay. Exactly. <laughs> don't come
0: exactly. here. I'm not gonna be like, you know, taking pity on people. I've seen too many vampire movies and too many zombie movies. Yes. Alright, a little bitterness there with the last episode of Walking Dead, I guess. So go on. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead, Steve. Where where shall we go next? Who shall we talk about?
1: Well, let's talk about Doc. She actually finds out what is causing Vanessa not to heal as she normally would? I thought that was extremely interesting that the swamp vampire left a tooth in her.
0: Oh, yeah. It's one of those weird sewer things that we couldn't quite figure out Right, what's supposed to be. But, hey. but weirdly enough, she is healing, but like almost over it. So you have like that packet of infection, basically, with that tooth in there. Right. And even though they're trying to get down there to take the tooth out it's like her body keeps healing over the cut so they had to which I thought was kind of funny the one guy god why I forget his name because he irritates me (laughs) had to like hold it open as soon as she cut. Right. Hold hold the muscles apart, which was kind of gross. And I thought he was going to lose it. (laughs) I'm guessing he wasn't military.
1: Apparently not.
0: So that that was really interesting how they showed it, that her body is still trying to heal. But, yeah, it was kind of holding that in and causing it to not heal at the same time. Right. Sorry. Go ahead. I know we talked about it last episode. I'm just kind of going on about how weird that
1: was. Right. Then we finally get to see Julius's group of, shall we call them, warriors. I, I don't even think they were warriors. They were just his flunkies. Yeah. <laughs> There's two of them. Were. One of them was one that survived the sewer. and
0: Yeah, he just kept throwing them basically at the hospital. It's like, okay, we'll just break down the defenses by having more of you guys die. Right. I feel like that's a really strange move, but I guess he didn't really care about them. It's not like they were like high-level vamps or anything.
1: No, not at all. They were just barely above ferals. And
0: they were doing it. It's like anything for our leader, I guess. They get inside.
1: Yeah, they managed to get inside, but then... They're in for a big surprise as Axel has put in some mighty awesome booby traps.
0: Basically everything, which (laughs) I thought was interesting because the beginning with the escalators, which I think we talked about before, how he had it, you couldn't just come straight up one side. And I thought that was just a smart move, causing basically you have to work for it to get up. But there was a lot more to it than, than I had originally thought. Oh, yeah. He had stuff like falling and some explosions and not all the vampires made it back. Out,
1: yeah. Very few made it back out. And as he's preparing the second wave to go in, ah, uh, he sees the elite squad uh, show up and kind of thinks better of it, and makes a hasty retreat.
0: Oh, was it just me, or when he's like, "We will live to fight another day," I'm like, "Really?" Yeah. It just seemed so over the top with that moment, especially (laughs) with him acting so, I guess, cowardly is the best way to put it. Because, like, he didn't even want them to know he was there. Right. So I just thought, ugh, that just kind of, something so noble coming out of somebody so cowardly just kind of worked (laughs) my nerves. (laughs) But we had a whole different thing when Dimitri's people got there. Oh, yeah they're thinking at least they have another grouping of UV lights. We'll be kind of okay if we can hold off for a little bit. Except, not so much. Right. And it was so weird that this happened, because you have somebody going in and breaking them, and the UV lights aren't doing anything to them, and we finally see this guy's face. Right. Now, this is the guy who we seen in a flashback, right, that had originally attacked Vanessa? Right. So he was the first one that we know of other than the guy who, who was in the car stealing from the blood bank that ended up getting turned. But somehow, Dimitri kept him on the death squad where the other guy was being experimented on. Now, do you think that Dimitri just had the forethought to keep this guy around, that he would be helpful, or the guy just kind of begged?
1: Well, because he was the one who got sent to get Vanessa, I think he was probably a fairly high-ranking vampire in Dimitri's group, so it wasn't all that difficult for Dimitri to let him hang on, even though he wasn't a vampire anymore. Okay. And he figures it may be helpful to have a human around that can get around some of the Trap. traps that are that were set. But, of course, they didn't quite make it. <laughs> uh, no,
0: because, and this I thought was really fun, because there was, like, the last-ditch effort. Okay, how am I getting out? Because Axel, at one point, kind of had that that breakdown. Like, oh my god, what's going to happen? What am I going to do? Right! But come on! Yeah! I think anybody in that situation would have done the same thing. Like, in high-stress situations, I know I start talking to myself. And I'm like, oh god, how am I going to get through this? I just got to finish and get this done. I know there's like 400, but I can do... You know, just like whatever. You're talking to yourself. Basically trying to find the answer in your own head, but sometimes it just helps to talk out loud. But then you had somebody all creeping up, and I can't remember which one, Creeped up. Nicole. Thank you. You know what? And I'm not mad about what happened to Nicole. I'll tell you that. Um, (laughs) She goes back and she's like, oh, he's having a breakdown. He says, no, he's like trying to think. What's the best way to do this? How am I going to save these people? Right. And well, Nicole didn't want to be part of it. She took off one way and Axel figured out, okay, we'll block this door. We have one last stand. I have something still up my sleeve. Right. So the door that was clearly marked, do not touch. That almost got some people's heads cut off.
1: Yes. Well,
0: that, that was the the way out.
1: The escape path. But yeah.
0: while our people are headed that way, Nicole went a different way and got trapped in what looked like a little children's like waiting room. Right. And again, because she was getting real shitty, I was not sad that she no. got taken out. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what you get.
1: Well, it, she didn't let them take her out. She took herself out.
0: Yeah. She was going one way or another, so
1: Yeah, she was gone she was a goner, there's no doubt about that, and I guess she just felt better on her own turn doing it herself. I'm sorry, I wasn't, that's your fault. You should have had a little more faith, sorry. Yeah.
0: But as our people are going to bug out the back, smart, there's a different way, which I'm kind of surprised that way in was never found. Right. But I guess it, like, the way we see it, because they're going down the stairwell, everybody's grabbing, and he had multiple bug-out bags, which I thought this was, like, really
1: smart, too. Oh, yeah, he was very well prepared for this.
0: He had bug-out bags, everybody's grabbing it, and then John's, of course, being a douche telling Flesh, you are not going with us. They're after us because of you. It's like, really? No, they're after you because of Vanessa. Come on, that's right. already been established. Yes. And you're he just being a giant jerk. And Flesh, I was surprised. And he just, like, walked up to the gun and kind of put it to his head. He's like, if you're gonna do it, just do it. Otherwise, shut the hell up. Yeah. I was like, dang, Flesh, what if he pulled the trigger? <laughs> I guess either way, Flesh wouldn't have had a deal with John's mouth. And if he'd have done it, I think they would have left John. Oh, yeah. So, I, I maybe John Realized that and he's like, Well, oh, crap, I'm on my own here. So they take it, they're running out, and there is an ambulance that a was-
1: trick out to the max. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it reminded me so much of the zombie um, outbreak vehicle that I actually had my picture taken in in New York, where they like did this crazy, it's like a, a machine gun mounted to it. And I'm uh, not on, not in this movie though, but like right. the plates and like uh, <laughs> poles like sticking out. It was great because. Yeah, you need something. But it was like in a garage that seemed to be off to the side. I mean, I'm guessing with the hospital, if anything, they were looking for like emergency room where, you know, you'd have the open bays for the ambulances. And this was closed off. Right. So maybe that's why nobody ever thought to look for it. It just seems strange. But but the final goodbye that Axel left, I thought, was even better. <laughs> oh, yeah. He just programmed. It was a pressure plate. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, because how many times did they probably step on that thing? Right, and it was the guy who was turned. Right, it was the guy who was turned back to a human who stepped on it, and then all of a sudden, it's like he realized, "Oh crap, we're all going to go boom." Yeah, (laughs) and they all went boom.
1: Yeah, and we see the outside shot of it going exploding, and oh, that was so good.
0: Yeah, and we see Muhammad; he had made his way back. And he was like, yeah, that's my guys. And then he's like, wait, I'm over here. Like, nobody expected you to be there. Right. So they're not looking for you. (laughs) And I felt really bad, though. I wanted them to meet back up with him. It made me all sad. Uh,
1: yeah. Oh, come on. Some you got to live. Yeah. <laughs> but you were on top of the building instead of at the bottom. They might have saw you if you were at the bottom. But so would have all the vampires. Right. So.
0: Right. So <laughs> yeah, it's kind of iffy. It's like, all right. So my question after this is, is Muhammad going to meet back up with the group?
1: He's going to try.
0: And it just seems like okay.
1: He's going to follow the trail. <laughs> he's
0: going to go back through the city that he basically had escaped and then turned around and went back because he was hoping to warn Vanessa. Right. And so I don't know. So we also had a little bit of Shima and Rebecca. Yeah. I want to talk about that.
1: Yeah, well, good old Sheman, Rebecca, they, Rebecca's basically is just got her over the, over a barrel. She's going to make sure that she gets what she needs on uh, finding the resistance. Otherwise, they're going to turn her into a, an experiment.
0: Interesting
1: little experiment. Yeah.
0: Now, before I go into it, because I don't remember which episode, was it in this episode right. that we see it?
1: Actually, I think it's in the next episode. Okay, then I'll hold off for a minute. Right. Episode 8 was entitled Little Thing. Axel leads the surviving members of the group towards his old military base for shelter, but finds it abandoned and in disrepair. With vampires closing in all around them, Axel decides they need a safer refuge and decides to go underground. Separated from Vanessa and the group, Muhammad tries to catch up while navigating hostile territory.
0: Okay, hostile territory. That's
1: a good one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> You're out in the open. Yeah. Okay, can we start with Shima and Rebecca then?
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> Show opens with Shima waking up in this really nice room, nice bed, fresh fruit, and a little yellow birdie in a cage.
0: Yeah, I thought right there when you seen that, I'm like, oh, is that telling or what? Yes. (laughs) In a gilded cage. Yes. Yeah, because in walks Rebecca, like, you can have this if you help me. And then she decides to take her for a little walk.
1: Yeah. A little motivation, shall we say. Yeah. I got <laughs> I,
0: it, uh, I got goosebumps right now just thinking about it because it kind of grossed me out. Oh, yeah. Because you have a bunch of pregnant women. Where are all these pregnant women coming from? Yeah. Oh, it's not quite what you think. It's not some weird cult. The doctor's not knocking them all up, exactly.
1: Yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> well,
0: actually, he kind of is, I guess. Yeah. But we find out that Rebecca says she can live forever but they can never reproduce right and apparently this is something that she's wanted so that she's had the doctor trying to work on them being able to have babies but the baby didn't exactly come out right because you have one woman who's in labor right and it came out in a pouch yeah which I felt like it was very animalistic that they were trying to point that out I don't want to get too graphic but like puppies are kind of born that way and the mom like opens it up but then they were like all of a sudden and I didn't know if it was supposed to be happening because of the birth like there was flies like did you notice that?
1: No, I didn't
0: like all of a sudden like as this woman is trying to push the baby out there's like a fly that lands on like the doctor's head and on the on her leg and then the the baby pouch, comes out, and I guess... Did they even open it up? No. Okay. And then it just, like, it's dead. And there was flies. And that's why I'm like, why are there flies? Is it just because it's open? What's going on? But I think that was trying to point out that there was, like, I guess, like, rotten decay there. Right. Because the doctor's like, no, I'll try harder. This almost worked. And all these women in there, now, why would you have all of them in this room watching?
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Because then you know they're like, holy crap, what's inside of me? And if this doesn't come out a hundred percent, I'm dead because Rebecca grabs the, the woman who just gave birth who's screaming, I can try again she's like, No, you're just gonna be food and she drags her off. Right. I was freaked out. And yeah. you know, this is when she tells Shima, Well you can help me or you can be part of this.
1: Right. A vessel. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I think I'll help, because I don't want to be your broodmare.
1: Right. (laughs) Uh,
0: Yeah, okay, maybe it's just me that I noticed the flies, because I thought it was weird. Right. And, uh, yeah, it just seemed to really kind of stand out, thinking, okay, is this supposed to be, like, dead already, and that's why these flies are suddenly coming.
1: I'm sure it is. But it,
0: it, like, moved, I thought.
1: No. No, never moved? Never moved. Okay.
0: Ah, just so creepy, though. It's like, I'm glad they didn't open it, because I'm like, what are they supposed to look like. Right. I mean, because they, they, they're human, or at least at one point they were, unless right. the ancient ones were never actually human.
1: Right. Never human.
0: Which would really be weird what we see then. Right. Ugh. Okay. Move on.
1: Move on. Yeah. They're, <laughs> they're expecting it. Well, and we go from Jasima to Muhammad, and he's found some transportation, at least.
0: Hey, I know it's been said before, if you have a bike, you at least don't have to worry about running out of gas. Right. Oh, uh, though, ran into a different problem. Yeah. But really, how often does this happen? All of a sudden, the bike chain breaks. Really? I mean, yeah. were you doing speeds upward of, of like 100 miles an hour? What was going on there? <laughs> I feel like I had a bike for years and years, and the bike chain never broke. Right. Come on. A little over the top, or he just has horrible luck. Right. But at the same time, he's trying to catch up, hoping he can find the group. And the group doesn't seem to be too far ahead at least in the moments that they show the group.
1: Right. Because, because they, they stop at a gas station. run-down restaurant and gas station yeah. trying to score some gasoline. And they hear uh, church bells.
0: Yeah. Theologies. I wouldn't trust that either. <laughs> no. <laughs> because right away they're no. like, it could be a trap. It could be help. It could be a trap.
1: It's a trap,
0: right? <laughs> That's what I was just thinking. I'm like, I don't go there. Don't go towards the bells. No. like, stay out of the light. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh, it's just too, what's the word I'm looking for? Too good to be true that you're going to have somebody right. ringing the bells to welcome you.
1: Yeah. No, no, no. But I did like that before they headed out to the base... Sam went over and grabbed a can of spray paint and just started painting on the wall. And you don't get to see it at first until they drive off. And then they do a cut scene to it. And it's Mohammed with an arrow pointing toward the direction they're going.
0: Which I thought was great. Because then, like I said, it's hard to tell, like, time frame because they bounce back and forth. Because Mohammed is obviously not going to be able to get as far on a bike as they were in the car. Right. But he gets so close. He's, like, right there. But then he hears the bells instead of seeing the sign. And so he goes towards the bells. And again, I'm like, no, you're so close. Damn it. Yeah. Now, our our little group of people are headed towards the base and they find that the military base has managed to set up an interesting front way. Like, you can't <laughs> yeah. just drive in, which is smart. Yes. they are trying to block people. At, you know, they have to go around. There's no way to really drive straight in. You have to walk in. Smart. But yes. as they're walking and there's a vamp that decides to come running and it goes boom. Because apparently there's landmines.
1: Yeah. Again. Which, another thing was very intelligent right
0: was, not a bad idea at all there
1: no put a whole big old circle of them around the base
0: well apparently they do or three
1: circle <laughs> uh, i'm
0: thinking apparently they did because as our team is walking onto the base they hear it a little more often. Right. so I, i'm thinking a lot of them are like okay nobody thought to walk towards the front I'll just stay on the street hey look at my buddy just blew up i'll just keep running
1: it's fine Oh, well, they're ferals. They don't think. They're, they just. They were all ferals? They're animals. Yeah.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't realize that they were all ferals. Just I a, think so. I thought the one was just kind of stupid. I don't
1: know. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Hey, look, he just blew up. I'm going to keep running. Boop. Oh, <laughs> anyway, did you have that moment when the road, okay, how do I put this? The base didn't seem like a military base when they were walking on to me. Right. And you had the moment where there's like, it just looked like a house and the road splits around it to each side. And they're like, well, we're going to split up. And again, I'm like, why? Yeah, Why are we doing this? So,
1: you have no idea what you're walking into. It's a trap!
0: <laughs> it just didn't have, like, a military base feel the way it was set up. I feel like the bases that I've seen are always set up, I guess, grid-like. And that just seemed odd to have it that way. Right. But I could be completely wrong. And they're not set up that way. And you can tell me at fangirlzonepodcast at gmail.com. But go ahead. We were talking about them walking separate. Right yes.
1: So they finally make it into the base and get to do some exploring. They actually find some food, some alcohol. They find the Doc's sister's old office, and we get a little hint of maybe what was going on at least that that's how the marines got involved because doc's sister sent them to the hospital to retrieve vanessa and they find her file and of course it's empty
0: which i think is interesting
1: but they do find some paperwork referencing a place called the farm and they do find a human there yes good old gorman jones I was expecting to hear ding 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 ding. Right.
0: <laughs> I'm with the resistance. What the hell are you doing here then? Aren't yeah. they in the city? I just felt like okay, something's not right. He's like setting him up. He's a human collaborator. <laughs> there was just so many things going through my head for this. Could have right. been anything. But everything appears to be that he is just a regular person. Yeah. But I still don't trust him.
1: No. And so Axel decides that the base is there's no No way they can kind of protect themselves. Jimmy plays to get in, so it's off to the farm they go.
0: Which he apparently doesn't really know anything about the farm.
1: Right. It was above his pay grade.
0: and all he did was drop off supplies. Now, do you find that to be 100% true, or did you question that, too?
1: I kind of figured that Axel was telling the truth. I really did. Until we find out later that maybe not.
0: Well... See, even with the information, which we will talk about next episode, because we don't get that in this episode. Right. I didn't know if Axel truly knew anything, or just had an idea, but essentially he knew that the farm was underground, right. and had one access point.
1: Right. So They were doing all kinds of experiments.
0: So, if nothing else, it would be the safest place. But I also thought it seemed kind of odd that he wasn't more curious about where everybody from the base was. Right. Like if he knew about this, I would I would think immediately that must be where everybody went
1: right because we don't see any dead bodies
0: and we didn't see any vamp inside the wall right so it just seemed weird that everybody's just up and gone yeah So, I don't know. So, we're headed over to the the underground and hope that we can find something.
1: Right. And, boy, they find a bunch because there's a lot of beer, a lot of food, a lot of supplies. Yes. And a lot
0: of no way
1: out. Yeah. One way out. And, of course, they have to... Gorman has to blow the door, which, as soon as they get all the way down, it caves in on them. So, they are basically now trapped underground.
0: Yes. And, uh, well, they're going to try to make the best of it until they have to try to start digging out which i don't see how they're gonna do that no (laughs) but that's why i'm thinking it just feels like when this whole base under there that they can see stuff i feel like there should have been something a different way in or out but we didn't find anything right i don't know
1: yeah we find the quarantine section.
0: Which was kind of weird.
1: Yeah. And what could they be having to quarantine in there? Yeah. We don't find that out yet, either. Maybe that's what some of Doc's sister's notes were about. Right, in the experiments. That were just very vague. Yes. But they decide to tie one on and rip into the beer and alcohol that's there, and John decides to Put a move on Susan.
0: Yeah, they were getting a little friendly and having a really weird conversation about bands
1: Right. <laughs> and John gets a little physical. Susan's not into it. And then it gets starts to get ugly.
0: And then everybody else comes over to be involved. And all of a sudden, we see John with a bottle to Susan's neck. Right. Because immediately, they're like, look at the marks on her neck. He was strangling her. Right. Is John Which the killer? matches,
1: yeah, young Cynthia and... And Roger, the medic. So, and of course, they go through his bag and find a bloody knife and Cynthia's finger. severed finger.
0: Which he's like, it's not mine. And it's just like, okay, is it his? Is it. I can't remember character names today. Our, our fellow playing the deaf man who went yes, to get I it, am. was it his? And he's right. setting him up? I mean, we don't know.
1: No, we don't. We don't.
0: But I'm sorry, John, you're acting like a crazy person right now. Right. I not going to really believe you. No. The crazier you act, the more you're threatening to kill Susan, the less likely I am to believe that you're not the person who killed our fellow travelers here. Right. So, things had... Then all
1: of a sudden, yep, we see some more of Vanessa's skills break out as she pulls out a knife and throws it into his neck. And
0: perfect aim.
1: Yeah. Perfect. Well, John goes down, Susan runs,
0: and that's pretty much how We're leaving things because John is bleeding. Yeah. And I don't know if we're if our people are safe. Is he the serial killer? We don't
1: know. No, we still don't know. <laughs>
0: because it's always one of those things. It's like, is it too good to be
1: true? Yeah.
0: So anything else you want to bring up about our little group and what has happened?
1: I don't think so. I think we pretty much covered it. All right. Well,
0: like we said, it's getting more and more interesting, more intense every episode. So we want to know what you think. So ratings and reviews, emails, tweets. Tweet all of it. We yes. want to know. So don't forget to rate and review us on all of our platforms. The words that I can't say. That you find <laughs> us on because we're on several now. Good ratings and reviews help other fans of the show find us. Tell your friends. We really do hope you're enjoying the podcast. Like I said, don't forget to email us your thoughts on all of this. Podcast at gmail.com. You can tweet with Steve and I and the Fangirl Zone because I finally got it. Ugh that only took forever. But <laughs> FGZ podcast on Twitter. I'm Jetta528. Steve is at Dahlia Steve. You can find any of those three tweeting during shows. All the shows in Sci-Fi. And we're always hashtagging the show. Make sure you do that too, because they're always watching that. The producers, the directors, they'll ta- a lot of times the writers' room are answering. A lot of the stars of the show, and of course the network itself. They're watching, and this is what determines if they're going to get an additional season when the, se- when the ratings are hmm, so-so. Right. So.
1: And we definitely want, now that we've gotten out of the hospital and are starting to have some more action going on, it's starting to get interesting, real interesting.
0: Yes, I need to know what's happening. Yes. All right, everyone. Oh, I want you to stay with it, too. You will be hearing from Steve and I the end of December over yes. on the Pod Doctors too, because we get a Doctor Who Christmas special! Yay! Yes. We have to wait so long for that. Yes. But don't forget check out.
1: Terribly long. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it makes me sad. Don't forget to check out everything that Steve and I have done on Fangirl Zone because we're all over. All right, everybody. Yes, yeah. For this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I'm Sean S.
1: And I'm Steve. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. We're the the hell did that thing come from guys no 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 this way guys wait for me guys guys until next
0: time